a hater, hater bear. One, one day we're gonna have a good after the static. <laughs> we owe into we owe into. Yeah, bro. The after the static jump, man. It'd be like that, bro. It'd be like that with bro. Listen to when I be trying to re- like, oh, let's just run a bro. Listen real quick, man. Don't nobody even, man. It'd be crazy. <laughs> So is brother listen coming back with the relaunch? Or yeah, everything coming back. Well, so what I figured out what I figured out how I'm gonna do it because I was like, dang, I can't, I ain't gonna have time. So I figured it out. What I gotta do is I gotta pre-record shows, bro, like stack them. Mm. So the relaunch is on the 25th of June, but I'm actually gonna pre-record three or four shows before that. Okay. So I'm gonna utilize whenever I get free time. Record a show, record a show, record a show. Especially on the shows that have non-trending-based topics. Like, bro, listen, it's kind of trending-based, but there's some heavy topics going right now that we could just jump on. You feel me? Yeah. So we'll just do that. And then uh, the stuff that's, that that is, like, tough love and, like, hood science, we can just talk about anything. So I'm just going to stack them up. That way I have some in my pocket. Because I, I do start Summer League in June. That's smart. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Not the right idea. This is After the Static. I'm Dennis, your host. Jax is here. Here. And LQ is here. Yes, sir. How do we even, how, how do we even introduce this? I, I don't. I, I don't know, man. Just, just tell the just tell the people what you want to what you what, what you want to talk about, and then we'll try to not spend them but about thirty to forty five minutes on. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I don't even know if that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna make it work, you know. We might need to like set a set a time like last time. Yeah, where yeah. we kind of just like <laughs> where it's like. We're gonna be out this bitch right now, fifteen. But being that it's after the static, about eight, about eight forty. I'm with that. About eight forty. So there was a. I don't. Is the right word leak? Yeah, that's the that's the that's the perfect word. Well, there was a leak that the Supreme Court is looking to get rid of. Roe v. Wade and uh, Casey versus uh, Planned Parenthood. Yep. Mm. It's been a. When did this get this? This got announced what yesterday, right? I think it was Monday. 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 It was. It was Monday night when it got. Uh, when the story broke, it was Monday night. So then, of course, Tuesday morning, all hell broke loose. Oh yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, and I for me, I, I think it's a lot to unpack. It's cool that we're doing it after the static about it, especially since bro, listen, not operational right now. But uh, number one, where the leak come from, we don't know. If it came from, so this is a two sided leak. If it came from the Dems, then that means that the Dems or the left side of the court who leaked it because it had to be somebody on the court now by the way it might not have necessarily right. been a justice but it had to be one of their one of their attendants uh, or like one of their clerks one of their clerks I, yeah or attendants 
it got to be somebody from the court. So if it's from the left side, it's the left side knowing what the implications of this is and trying to get out in front of it early so that they can see the public sentiment behind it so they can change their mind before the judgment. If it's from right. the right side, it's so this basically the same way, but the opposite tone, which is, okay, good. Y'all are going to do this. We've been waiting on this. Y'all stand y'all guns. Because honestly, this has always been a philosophical talking point for the right. They've never been able to actually enact it. And now that they have flipped the court through non-action of voting amongst us, um, they can do it. And if the right leaked it, they're doing it so that they can say, hey, man, stand on it. Stand on it. Don't back off. I personally, because the rule is not supposed to actually officially come down to like mid-June. Mid to June. Yeah, I personally don't think that they're going to overturn it. The, the, the chaos and the turmoil that will come from overturning this case is substantially, it's too much. It's, they, right. I, don't believe, I don't believe they got the balls. I mean and, that wholeheartedly. And this, is, um, and this is what I was observing as well, just the fact, and you said it, like, if it did come from, you know, the Dems or the left side, they, they're looking to, they're looking to apply pressure or get people to apply pressure to make sure that this doesn't, you know, become a thing. Which, by the way, on, on, on the left side of leaking it, I'm with it. Although it is a definitely complete undermining of the Supreme Court, maybe the biggest like just to put in an example or whatever, um, if if, they, if if it ever get exposed, let's just say for example, the clerk of Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, leaked this or whatever, they're they're gonna get tried for treason. Like you, like this is serious. You can't leak stuff like this. Although I don't think they should be tried for treason because I think there's something to be said about the transparency of the court. And how they don't allow cameras in the court, even though it's 2022. That's kind of weird. But um, I, I think I think at the end of the day, this is monumental uh, in the direction of what America is going to become, good or bad. And if you your thing about good or bad is based on your opinion, like what do you think? What is your political view of it? Me personally, I think if you overturn Roe v. Wade, you are fundamentally messing up y'all hold that thought i'm about to order my daughter chick-fil-a that being said <laughs> <laughs> oh it's amazing that you're taking your queer order to chick-fil-a mm. under the behest of her though by the way i didn't take her here she asked to come here so give me a minute hold on. Uh, <laughs> x you've been singing the the, the curses of chick-fil-a for as long as i can remember listen um, the implications, if they are true, are damning because essentially what you're saying is that under no circumstances that um, should a woman have autonomy over her own body, then we're saying, hey, even if you aren't Christian, you have to follow what we believe in, even though there are hundreds of thousands of women who follow Muslim teachings, Buddhist teachings. We got a couple of atheists here and there, you know, and the idea of abortion 
I mean, don't get me wrong, if you're Abrahamic faith, the idea of abortion is wrong, but the fact of the matter is we have laws that are being passed throughout the throughout the country that say, hey, even if you're a victim of incest or rape, you're still going to be forced to carry that child. <laughs> I don't think I you don't know. think people really thinking this through. Not to then, cut you off, Q, but I don't think they're thinking it through, bro. Right. Then you have some states where the where the daughter, I'm sorry, where the mother literally has to be on her deathbed for them to legally allow for an abortion. Yeah. You know, versus say you have an um, ectopic pregnancy. Um, a lot of people don't know what that is. But, um, but an ectopic pregnancy is essentially the egg is in the fallopian tube versus being in the uterus where it's supposed to be. Now, we, we there are cases where um, <clears throat> where the pregnancies have been successful, but more often than, than most, it causes extreme high risk for the mother to carry that baby to term. Most of them ended with the mother um, dying, giving birth. So right. again, so again, you're valuing, you're valuing the life of, of an unborn child over somebody who's already here. Do they really value the life of these children? Oh no, they don't. Because once know. that child is here, they stop giving the fuck. That's that. Right. So, so this is my thing, and y'all know I'm completely. I'm not even a liberal at this point. I'm so far evolved that I am freaking. Y'all remember Captain Planet? Remember the 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 Russian dude that Linka hated or whatever? I'm that dude. Like I'm 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 you know hammer and sickle moose and squirrel. I'm all the way over the way because number one, I find our democracy, which I I am pro democracy. But I am I'm I'm anti uh, the 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 republic that we have set up. I find it completely prob problematic. And like for example, I I preached this before. Republicans preach ideology, ideology, ideology. They always say the unborn child, this, that, and the third. And they they don't really care because when a child's born, they don't want to give them funding. They don't want to give them housing. They don't want to give them food. They don't want to give them anything. Um, they say, okay, now that you're here on earth, figure it out, stick it out on your own. I find that disgusting in so many ways. Um, also, I, I don't understand how we've gotten to this point. As a person who took American history as my minor and having a bachelor's in American history, I don't understand how the power structure of the United States government got to this point. Let me explain to you fellas what I mean by that. Okay, the, the most powerful entities in the United States government at this moment in time is a senator from West Virginia and uh, a keg standing uh, frat boy from Harvard that got voted on as a justice who honestly, if, was, if he was black, would have never made it as a justice. Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm not saying he can't do the job. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm not saying he can't do the job, but I'm just saying that I, I don't think that as a I don't I don't think as a justice he would have been selected as a black man. So how do how do we get to this point 
where those are the two most powerful entities in the United States government, more powerful than the president, more powerful than the vice president, more powerful than the speaker of the house, more powerful than the president pro temp. The two most powerful entities in the government is a senator from West Virginia, who, by the way, population of West Virginia is one of the smallest states in the union. I think there's more people in Connecticut than West Virginia, right? And 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 a, a problematic justice who doesn't deserve to be a justice. So <clears throat> when you're talking about women deciding women over, um, thank you. When you decided, when you when you said you decided women's lives over these children or these children's lives over women women's lives, excuse me. And you're you're saying that these two people, y'all, these two people have the complete decisions on that. That's unbelievable to me. As a human, as a man, as an advocate for true democracy, I'm a one man, one vote guy. Like, what are we doing? The, the representation of this republic is no longer stern. It has been fractured. And there's no way that this should be occurring at this manner or at this state. Like, if, if they do vote this out, <clears throat> right, they're not voting out abortion. They're voting out legal abortion. Abortion has been around since you brought up Abrahamic times earlier, Q, right? Abortion has been around since Abrahamic times. Right. Oh, it, they, they've been doing that because guess what? Men don't know how to have sexual intercourse with women without getting them pregnant. They're stupid. So, and even with modern day technologies and our advancement, men still don't do right. And we have unwanted pregnancy. So here's my thing. Yeah, and I've been saying this for years and years and years on the end. Yeah, you want to stop abortion. Okay, cool. What is your solution for the 8 to 9% increase in population that we gain from that? And not just an increase in population amongst. It's not like there's all these rich white babies that are going to be born. Or for my um, hotel brothers who y'all know I hate, um, who swear up and down that abortion is targeted towards African-Americans. Okay, that's fine. What so? But even what are you gonna do about the 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 babies being born into the problematic systems, the broken homes, the 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 fatherless homes? What are we gonna do about that? Oh, we don't want these babies to be killed no more. What are we gonna do about these three percent or more people that we got now? Nothing. That's the easy answer. Here, here's my here's my question, and just to make it clear for those who may not know, so. What does it take or who does it take for them to end the filibuster? Aha, uh-huh. I know the exact answer to this. And this goes back into me taking American history and American government. Um, it takes a punch of the gavel by uh, one uh, Kamala Harris, who's the vice president and the leader of the Senate. She's the speaker of the Senate. Um, the filibuster is something that was installed um, after uh, the Civil War era because Southern uh, senators wanted to have more power and autonomy than they did. And they thought that the Northern senators would take complete control over everything. So they came up with the filibuster. The filibuster is not in the constitution. The filibuster is not a law. So if somebody, so say for example, Joe Manchin decides to filibuster because he's, he's a bitch. So he'll do some shit like that. All that has to happen is Kamala strikes her gavel and said, your time is up. The gentleman from West Virginia will be seated. 
and she can strike her gavel again anytime somebody else tries to filibuster. We have to understand what the filibuster is. The filibuster is literally a nigga saying, I'm going to stand up and talk so you can't vote. That's literally what the filibuster is. Okay. And my because I saw I saw the video of Elizabeth Warren and I my 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 thought was simply how did they, how did they let it get this far? I mean we we know the answer, but it's just like at this point with what's at stake and the fact that the Democrats are or are not trying to get people to vote. Okay, so you just said it simply takes just her, you know, hitting the gavel. Yeah, she could just say you can't filibuster. Like what people need to understand about government, and y'all know I'm intensely into this shit. What people need to understand about government, there's laws, and then it's like baseball. Like I hate to use baseball analogy so much, but it's like baseball. You remember when everybody was going to fight A-Rod because A-Rod was out and instead of running down the baseline, he ran on, over the mound to get back to the dugout. Y'all remember that? And they were like, well, we was like, well, why are you going to fight A-Rod? And it was like, it's an unwritten rule in baseball that you can't step over the pitchers now. Right? And that was the whole thing. And A-Rod essentially said, I don't give a fuck. It's not in the rules. That's what the filibuster is. It's an unwritten rule. There's no rule against it. What really has happened when you say, how did it get to this point? We've been bamboozled and deceived by both sides. And the reason why this has happened is because in government, you shouldn't be able to say both sides are the same. People say that too often, even though even in America, both sides aren't the same. I disagree with that. The Democrats are way better than the Republicans. I'll go to my grave on that. However, Democrats and Republicans are the same end of the political structure. What we have been fooled into believing is Democrats are leftists. They are not leftists. Democrats are center-right party. They're a center-right party. And Republicans, not only are they not like right anymore, they're extreme right right now. They're they're, they're a whole different thing. But Democrats are center-right. So we don't have a left-leaning party in this government anymore. And the, the left-leaning the left leaning people that we have, their voice and their caucus is so small, we can't complete anything. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, um, uh, my wife, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, like those are who we have that's actually on the left. Those are the real left, those are the real, uh, real, real left-leaning people. Everybody else is a, a center-right person. So when you say, how did we get to this point? It's because we kept electing center right, center right, center right, and center right is big government. They're not uh, gonna, they're they're not gonna take away from that. I actually have a different theory. Oh, go ahead. I feel we as a country uh, compromise on our morals, our and our values and our ethics to say that we that we appease the majority. But what we really did was appease the minority. Okay. Right. So when you, right, ask, the right. Que- when you ask the question of how we got here, this has been a plan that's been going on for 30, 40 years, you know, and my oldest memory of anything involving abortion is early 90s. 
I'm 35, be 36 at the end of the summer. And I remember as a six, seven-year-old asking my mother, what's an abortion? Why are these people so angry about it? <laughs> you know, and you're talking about coming out of the height of the Reagan era, you know, and you have all these conservative think takes. Again, you know, we spoke on this earlier um, in, in the um, in the guys thread, you know, where it's like, you know, places like the Lincoln Project, you know, the liberty this, the, the freedom that, and all of these conservative think tanks have one thing in mind. One, make sure that they, that they pack the courts <clears throat> with conservative judges and two, done. That's and, done. Two, and two, what they did was they said, hey, we're not going to fight the culture war. You know, we're going to let the Democrats do that because, uh, again, quoting a tremendous monologue from a great show called The Newsroom, if the left are so smart, why do they lose so goddamn always? You know, right now you're the party in power. And I said, and, and again, said to the guys threat, you're the, you're the party in power. You have 50 senators and you own the tiebreaker. Like everybody wants to be mad at Joe Biden. Joe Biden has no real power. He's a president. All he is is an enforcer of the law, okay? He does not write laws. He does not enact laws. And that's another point that I want to make of how we got here. <laughs> but you have 50 senators and you can't even decide that it's okay to have, for a woman to have autonomy over her body. Even though all of us and, you know, not to call out the LGBTQ people, all of us pass through the legs of, of a woman, a natural born woman. There's, there's nothing we can change, do to change that fact. And I'm sorry if it sounds like a dig to the members of that community, but that's just, that's just a fact. We all pass through the legs of a woman. I don't know how to say in that you were born as a dig. They yeah, take offense so, to that. That sounds crazy. <clears throat> But yeah, second thing is, when's the last time in a situation like this, Congress has actually passed a bill, a law, an amendment, anything? Coming to, like, I keep telling y'all, they have the ability to do it. If they wanted to do it today, they can, but they didn't. They have it and they won't. Because it's, is, not, it's not on the list of things to do. Congress is full of cowards. Hold, hold on, Jess. Let me, let me just finish <laughs> my point. A month ago, we passed a bill to send $86 billion to Ukraine for, for military aid. Right? Didn't even take that long. They had the logistics. <clears throat> they knew how much money they could spend. It got done like that. For a situation that, honestly, we created. We can talk about that here or there. But you're talking about, say, if me and my wife decide that we want to be crazy enough to bring a sixth child into this world. 
and something goes terribly wrong during my wife's pregnancy, you're basically telling me that I have to choose between should my wife die or should we continue to bring this, this child into the world? You, you've now taken that decision away from us, but we are the party, the Republicans, the rights, the conservatives, whoever you want to call them, claim to be a party where they want to take the size of government and shrink it to the size <laughs> so small that they can drown it in a bathtub. That is the literal quote from many conservatives. That's the size of government that they want. But you're coming here and you're telling us, <laughs> but you're coming here and you're telling us, hey, we're not going to be allowed to have these decisions. So I, I asked, point out something. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I asked the both of you, who, when people are like, who's the blame? How did it get this far? The one thing I appreciate about this Roberts court, it's the one thing I appreciate about this Roberts court. He keeps telling them, hey, stop bringing your shit here. We're not here to write the law for you. But since we are here, everybody ain't going to be happy. Well, number one, Roberts, thank God for Roberts being a justice that actually understand how the Supreme Court is actually supposed to work and not having a political ego so large that he indefensibly makes decisions based on his political career. Uh, a court justice is a court justice for life until they retire. I don't understand what their other political aspirations could be. You've made it to the mountaintop of your career. There is no higher you can go. There's no judge in the land higher than where you are. So thank goodness for Roberts actually not doing that. Um, two things real quick. I'm going to answer your question, and then I'm going to point something out that you said. You said that we took money and gave it to the Ukraine and equipment, $86 billion. And I think we doubled down and added more to that or something like that. And it got done quick. One of the things I harped on with Joe Biden when me and Tank was going back and forth, I said, yeah, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden because I hate Trump. Like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with Trump or the Republicans. And as a black man who's a flaming extreme leftist, I'm never voting for Republicans. They don't match my ideology. However, I, Q, I want to take you back during the first little bit of Joe Biden being elected and me and you having a little laughter back and forth about the Asian hate law that got passed in like a week. It was like one shooting of Asian people and they were like, oh, wait a minute. And they passed the Asian hate law. And we was like, damn, we didn't get a law like that in the 400 years we've been here. And then I brought up the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which by the way, still isn't signed. Still hasn't been vote bought to the Senate floor, just sitting in the chamber in the Senate, right? So that shows what the political strategy is of these people. Then to answer your question of how did we get here, I know you guys heard me say this before. I know you heard it on Bro Listen. I know you see me post it. Thomas Jefferson, the greatest political quote for any democracy or republic ever. The government you elect is the government you deserve. Period. We, the people, is how we got here. Because guess what, my nigga? I've heard more talk online this past week amongst our peers 
And, and all of us aren't unintelligent. I've heard more talk amongst our peers about Rod Wave choking a bitch than I have heard about the fact that most of our female peers are about to lose their rights. So, 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 and I'm not even gonna get into the whole women thing because Coop not here. So I don't want I, I don't want him to like flash in from nowhere because he heard me say something anti-woman. But I will say this: women had a chance and opportunity to vote for Hillary Clinton. Two of the justices that, if this is passed, two of the justices that are going to make this possible came from Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton would not have put justices in place that would have took away women's autonomy over their body. Vote. Say I'm wrong. Somebody prove me wrong. You, regardless if you like Hillary Clinton or not, for you niggas out there, I'm sorry I'm getting turned because this makes so much sense to me. For you niggas out there screaming Haiti and look what happened with Haiti and she looked fake and all this other bullshit y'all was screaming. And all the women who got caught up in that bullshit too. Hillary Clinton gets elected in 2016. We're not having this conversation. She's not putting three just Donald Trump appointed three justices. She's not putting three justices in place that is overturning Roe v. Wade. Voting matters. Oh, it's just, it's okay. It's Donald Trump. We're going to have some fun. Voting matters. You voted for the dude who said, women, when you're rich, you can do whatever you want. Kiss him in the mouth, grab him by the pussy. That's who you voted for. And he put grab him by the pussy guys into, and women into the Supreme Court. And now they're grabbing y'all by the pussy. Voting matters. And I'll, I'll die. I want my tombstone, which by the way, I want to be cremated, but I want my tombstone at an empty, unmarked grave to say voting matters. The government you elect is the government you deserve. Everybody thought that Donald Trump shit was cute. We gonna grow so much. We gonna learn. I won't even tank with his take of, I want niggas to know the struggle so they understand how it is. Well, we're fucked. Well, we're also, fucked. Also, one of the justices that he uh, put on the court belongs to a cult. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, that, thank you. Thank you, Q. Thank you. Hillary Clinton, Dennis, I'm I'm, going to let you get it right now after I say this one more time. Because I want the niggas that's listening. Because No Static is such a good platform for this. Because the niggas that listen to Bro Listen are like you and Q and Tank. Y'all know better. Y'all know better. There's a lot of niggas on here who don't know better. So listen, you niggas who don't know better. I'm going to tell you better. Hillary Clinton gets elected in 2016. This is not a conversation we're having right now. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act, the fact that you're getting your, your voting polling places closed, that's not a conversation. The fact that niggas on their income tax aren't getting as much money back that they got the last three years or whatever, that's not a conversation right now. The fact that we're running out of money for education, that's not a conversation right now. Y'all didn't vote for somebody because y'all ain't like her. Grow up. Listen, I'm, I'm, we done got so far away from the. You right, you right. I'm turned though. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we, I feel like if we get into that, it's so many questions to be but, asked and answered, and it's so many different. Like, just because in the same in the same breath that I hear voting matters, it's also other people that's kind of you know, it's like they've given up. Well, they have given up because of what's been going on and because of whose watch is on. So I yeah, guess but what would, I guess what would you say to that person? Here's my thing. 
Niggas need to grow up and understand government. We all took American government. It's required by Florida state law to graduate. I don't know if it's required in other country, I mean, states, but I'm pretty sure it is. You need to understand the structure of government. You just said it earlier. Joe Biden does not create laws. His job is the executive of the government. He signs the laws into law. Congress and the Senate Congress creates the laws, the Senate passed the laws, Joe Biden signs them into existence. The Supreme Court rules on if a law is legal or not legal. So when a nigga say I'm upset because Joe Biden in charge and look at what's happening. Niggas, what Joe Biden supposed to do? If Joe Biden can start the filibuster, he'll start the filibuster. He can't. Listen, and I, and I, want, and I want people to understand that's like, well, he can sign an executive order. You do realize that the second the next um, guy gets in there, he's going to take it appeal, off. Or they can take it to court, or they can write a bill to down that law. Like, that executive order only goes oh so far. But what I want, again, what I want people to understand is your legislative body has failed you. You know, there you go. Um, two years ago during the uh, riots after the untimely passing, um, Breonna Taylor, Arbery, and George Floyd, Killer Mike went on TV and said something very profound that should be used in these moments and more moments that we're going to have like this. You need to take these, take the time to plot, plan, strategize, strategize organize, and mobilize. The Republicans, again, again, I'm not even going to say Republicans because I don't want to sound like the mass media. The conservatives and the right wing of our government have slowly but surely been plotting with this for 30 years. White Christians have been plotting on this for over 30 years. Okay? If you want to break it down to you know, racism and white supremacy. There's a reason why the hood has abortion, have, has abortion centers and s- suburbia or white suburbia have fertility clinics if you want to break it down that way. But the fact of the matter is, this is the opportunity to plot, plan, organize, strategize, mobilize, okay? This is the time for you because this is where it, this is the opportunity to have shit bite people in the ass. This is the time for us to get elected into these state representative seats because they matter. This is the time for you to be involved in your local government because it matters. Let me let me you and help to, you out on this one. We live in Florida for everybody that's all around the world. You just hit the nail on the head. You got to go run for the seat. And let me tell you why. Florida politics is a complete disaster right now. Okay? And it's partially because of Ron DeSantis, but he's the governor. He's the executive governing body of Florida. So he's like the president of Florida. It's like y'all governors out there in these different states. The difference being, we don't have enough representatives of modern, normal thought 
within our local state government. So yeah, we got an Angie Mixon from Jacksonville, state senator, who's fighting her behind off so that we don't lose our two seats of the few two seats that we have, which by the way, the district stretches from Duval to Tallahassee, fellas, mm-hmm. of our congressmen. We only have two black congressmen that represent African-Americans from the state of Florida. And that's because our districts are drawn up, gerrymandered, so gangster that we literally can't elect black officials. And we're about to lose one. Al Lawson, even though I'm not an Al Lawson fan, but I'd rather have Al Lawson right than somebody else. And we're about to lose it because your congressional maps are drawn up on your local state level and we don't have enough representation on the state level because niggas don't go vote in state elections to even protect our people. So whatever, I'm just going to use Florida as a base. You can, you can, you can uh, parable with it, your state, but whatever protections we have in Florida for African-Americans, the few that we have, they're going to go away very shortly. Very shortly. And we're not going to have representation in Congress. Florida's going to be represented by rich, white males. And you're talking about one of the most diverse states in the union. But there is no one diverse. There is no one diverse running for these seats. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I mean, I'm not out in Tallahassee, but I don't see no black people running for this stuff. I don't see no Latinos running for this stuff. No. Listen, and and again, because I want to make sure we stay as close to the original topic as possible. We are talking about a decision based on a faith that I can't even say half the country follows. Believes. Right. Facts. Like Jackson. you said, Shorty and Nicole. <laughs> Jack, Jackson's on this show. He tells y'all week in and week out. He's an atheist. I myself, while I have grown, have grown up Baptist, I find myself more agnostic than anything. I'm not going to speak for Dennis because that's not my job to speak for Dennis. But the fact of the matter is, what are you going to say to those Muslim women who don't believe as you do? What are you going to say to those Buddhist women that don't believe as you do? What are you going to say to these atheist women who don't believe as you do? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Fire Christ. You're, you're, Fire for, Christ. A place, for, a, for a place that's, for a country that's founded in religious freedom, everything that we've done, everything, every decision that we've made as a country in whole for a place that's founded in religious freedom has somehow, some way been been led by Christianity. Like, remember in 19, when, when, when did JFK become president? 1960, 1961? 61. Okay, so, J- okay. so 1960, JFK becomes president. Do you know that, it, that people were afraid of JFK becoming a president because he would be because the he first was Catholic. Catholic president? Right. 
Right. This is a this is one of the three Abrahamic faiths. And people were scared because he was Catholic. We had we you're talking about a country of of, of humans that had an entire crisis in the early 2000s because of the 9-11 um, incidents carried out by Saudi Arabians who were Muslim and but were also terrorists and were doing things in the name of terror who in turn hated all Muslims for decades. And guess what? Like, it's an Abrahamic faith. There's, there's, there's Muslims and Christians faiths who quote the incident where Abraham, where Ishmael and Isaac are splitting. Like, oh, go forth that you shall father many nations when he was talking to Ishmael, right? Right. The, 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 the Muslim faith and the Christianity, uh, Abrahamic faiths, both think that that's a legit thing, but yet they hate each other. Mm-hmm. We're 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 a we're a a country of uneducated social media quick reacting idiots, and I, I was trying to think of a better word than idiots, but it's 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 true. Like it's like we quick react, and then the the, the fake social justice warriors, like everybody that's out there screaming you brought up the the riots and the and the and the protests the, the George Floyd and Sandra Bland and everybody else that has caused change in this country or whatever through martyrdom um my guy there was a point in time of 2 years ago in the summer where there was literally hundreds and, and you guys can stop me if i'm wrong hundreds of thousands of people in the streets of America every day for, for, for months on end. Then when it's time to vote, we had the largest turnout in voting history. People have to realize this now. Joe Biden had the most votes in history. There's never been more people to vote for one person in the history of voting however but unfortunately the caveat to that was trump wasn't far behind if joe, Biden far has, if, if joe has 72 trump has 69 and i, I tell you point this out too you are you're always going to expect the increase in voting because the population increases every year what i look at as a political junkie and a person who wants to see what is your non-voting percentage rate okay so it's 340, let's round it off. It's 340 million people in America, okay? 130 million of those people voted. And of the 340 million people, 200 and some odd million people are eligible. So you're looking at, guys, over 50% turnout rate. However, what is wrong with the 48% of people who don't vote? Do y'all know how many people 48% of 200 million is? That's the problem. Because the 40, uh, and this, and this, this, I'm, I'm, and I promise this is on topic. The 48% are the same people that are outraged right now. The 48% are the same people that was marching in the street. The 48% are the same people that's like, don't take our rights. 
But they're also the 48% that don't vote. Because I know for a fact, we got grandmas and uncles and aunts who ain't going to march, ain't going to protest. They're not going to make a, a Facebook post about George Floyd or abortion or nothing. But they damn sure going to vote for the rights of it. Right or wrong. They're, they're damn sure going to vote to make sure women have autonomy to their body. They're damn sure going to vote for African-American rights. They'll never post it. They'll never say it. And they're going to take their butt to church every week because they're confused black conservatives. Q, you know, we've had that discussion before. Yeah. But, but at the same time, they're not the problem. The problem is the ones who do make the posts, who do complain, who do write the show and be like, well, let me tell Dennis, let me tell you where Jackson Q was wrong and what they were saying wrong, but then they don't go vote. So I don't know what we're going to do because I don't, this is monumental, but in my opinion, like I said earlier, I don't think the Republicans or no, my bad, you're right, Q. The conservative side of our Supreme Court has the balls to uphold it. By the way, just so everybody knows too, if they do overturn Roe v. Wade, Congress can still overturn and usurp the Supreme Court and each state would then, it would be state law trumps in this particular instance, state law trumps the federal law unless Joe Biden's gonna make the federal government enforce the abortion thing. But what essentially this does is states like Florida, who just had just signed a law very similar to this, Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, um, and Arkansas, and several other southern states, their laws about after 15 weeks, you can't get an abortion. Those laws will be upheld. So if you're in New York, where I think it's the standard of uh, 20-something weeks, I don't know, guys, I'm talking out my like talking uninformed with numbers right now, but I know the law in New York, the abortion law in New York is extensively longer of your time that you can get it than in Texas right now, right? In New York, mm -hmm. it's not going to affect you because the law is still the same, but for everybody in the South, it's going to affect you desperately. And my, my last point, because I know this is probably going to wrap up uh, really soon, is this is the time when if you have for jacks <clears throat> who has a, who has a daughter for you know your sisters you know your mothers your wives your cousins anyone you know with a double x chromosome who has the ability to bear children into this world this is the time to think and ask yourself are you truly about protecting them like, we get it as Black men every day. Hey, what are you doing to protect us as Black women? So now I'm going to ask our audience, who may be white, who may be Spanish, who may be Asian, who may be Caribbean, who may be Indian, Hindu, what are you going to do to protect your women? Right. That's, that's the perfect way to end that, because I couldn't have said that any better, but definitely... That's one thousand percent. Um, hopefully next time we do it after the static, we can do a fun one. But this is after the static. I know we took April off. It's May now. We made we made um hit y'all with another one before the month over with. But till the next episode of the pod, catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>